What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Molding the Mindset. Happy Tuesday. I hope everyone's day and everyone's week is off to a tremendous start. On today's episode, I want to talk about something that has been a huge asset in my life, and that is mentors. Mentors have played a huge role in my personal development. Um, I still lean on my mentors for a lot of things, um, a lot of questions, uh, a lot of help through you know through trying to navigate the waters of a you know trying to start a business and, and, and those things um, through navigating the waters of trying to figure out myself and figure out what really gets me going and really you know and how what makes me tick. Um, so I think it's an important topic. I think it's something that a lot of people know about. You know they they sort of know that having mentors is a good thing, but might not necessarily think they have the people around them or wouldn't even know where to start or where to begin. Um, and I th- and I think that's something that we could talk about now or that I want to talk about now. Um, so why do people not have or think they don't have the people around them to find a mentor. And I think it starts with us being afraid to ask for help. I know particularly for myself, I definitely hesitate to ask for help in fear of of looking stupid or looking like an idiot. all throughout college, I was never the person to raise my hand and ask questions in class. Kind of just shook my head and said yes, which was a bad way to be. And sometimes now, I'm a little hesitant to do it, but I but I am way more open now at this point in my life to ask for help um, to those for uh, you know to the uh, to those around me instead of being afraid of looking like an idiot. And I think when trying to find a mentor, I think it first starts with not being afraid to ask for help. For me, one of my, not one of, the first mentor that I ever had was my Uncle Joe. Uh, Those of you that are my friends that are listening, I'm sure you've heard me talk about him or or have met him. Um, He was sort of the one that introduced structure into my life. He really took it it upon his shoulders, you know, to, to make me realize you know, here's where you need to start from a personal level to get to where you want to go. You know, so he made me write, you know, he was the first person to make me write down my goals, make me write down the things that I'm thankful for, um, make me write down my reason why, the reason why I do things. He showed me a great speech and a great book by the author Simon Sinek, starting with why. And he made me write my why down. Made me write out why I was do why I was doing the things that I was, or why I want to do the things that I'm going to do. He showed me how to to invest in people and to give without expectation, which is what he's best at. He raises a lot of money for charity. 
He mentors not only myself, but mentors a few other people and never does it expecting anything in return to him, at least. He had one stipulation. I'm sorry, two stipulations when we started this process a few years back. And that was when he asked me to do something that I do it and I come prepared and two down the line that I will tr- I will return this experience to someone else. So I would mentor someone else and help or help someone else. And those were really his only two stipulations. And he was really the first person to ever invest into me and hold me accountable and challenge me in that facet. He showed me some other things like how to put an event together, like a charity event, how to work a room, how to speak to people, how to be selfless. And I owe him a grit, or I'm sorry, a debt of gratitude that I can never repay. And I just make sure to always thank him and make sure that I'm always putting my best foot forward. Now, that's not always the case. I do have hiccups and I do, you know, I do mess up. That shit happens, but bouncing back from it is the most important thing. So Joe was sort of, the, sort of that first one that came in and really showed me structure. That was forced upon me. He sort of came in and just was like, no, 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 we're doing this. But that's Joe's way. And I was okay with it. That's perfect. The next couple of my mentors... I had, to, I had to actually ask for help. I was connected to them through my Uncle Joe, but I didn't realize, I don't think either, I don't, I don't think they realized that I would then be leaning on them for a lot more than just, you know, we had a conversation. You know, it started with, I think you need to speak to this guy. The next guy being Kevin Conrad, who has helped me through the stages of a startup and how to, you know, find development and how to work, how to contract, I'm sorry, how to construct contracts and bring team members on and, you know, what to look, you know, what to do in certain situations, what not to do in certain situations. I remember when I told him at the beginning of the process when I was like, yeah, I think we could, I could give this percent, these percentages away, you know, to some investors. And he immediately stopped me and said, no, you're not going to do that. You're not going to give away your entire business to someone who's going to come in and give that low of, you know, that low of cash. You're not going to, you're not going to do that. Um, but he also Gave me lessons on ba- on things like balance. Not only is a lawyer, he's a state trooper. He has a family. He coaches his son's baseball team. 
I just remember asking him, how do you how do you balance it all out? At one point, I was trying to do two apps. I was working for an insurance company. I was bartending on the weekends, and I was running myself into the ground. And I was like, how do you manage to balance all that out? And I remember him just saying, sacrifice. You know, I sometimes don't go to bed until one o'clock in the morning. And then I have to get up at five. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna sleep a lot if you're trying to do that much. And you need to be okay with that. You also need to be okay with you know to be okay with maybe not going out all the time. I love drinking. I love have a great time. Don't get me wrong. But the older I get. As much as I don't want it to happen, but the older I get, I realize that maybe it's not, it's not, it's not worth it. Yes, it's fun. It's great, but it's not deserved. Right? I haven't, I haven't done anything. I'm just going out to, to, to drink. And then I go out to drink and then I do stupid stuff and then have a bunch of regret, which I hate having, you know, I don't want to have any regrets. I'm one of those people who should not be allowed to have their phones when they go out drinking. So drinking usually leads to, you know, to, to doing stupid shit. And then the day after, and the day after that, I'm out of commission because I'm, I'm still hungover, have anxiety. So he was really the first person to go, you know, if, if you, if you want to do these things that you talk about, you, you're going to have to cut that out. And if you can learn that now, that's great. So I really tried to incorporate the things that he has taught me from that standpoint. You know, some of his lessons in business and some of his lessons on balance. Um, again, I'm hard-headed. I'm stubborn. I know this. I'm working through it. So sometimes I don't necessarily listen to the advice right away, which is a, a flaw. But I think it's important for us to recognize that those flaws and and work on them. And that's what mentors are for, to point out those flaws and to help you become self-aware. And I think that's what my third mentor did. Um, his name is Jose. And the funny thing about Jose and I, we've never actually met. My Uncle Joe actually interviewed him for a job that he didn't get. But Jose made such an impression on him that he said that he said, Hey, I think you should talk to this guy. So Jose lives down in, in Houston, or right outside of Houston. And I try and talk to him as much as I can. And for me, when I speak to Jose, it's more from a personal standpoint. I messed up a deal with the... with. A couple of really talented, talented developers who we were going to bring on, bring on to the scene team. And for those of you wondering what's going on with scene, it is not dead. I will do an episode on that. Thinking probably Friday doing an episode on that. But I was trying to bring in uh, in-house developers through my own stupid mistakes, 
what else is new? More mistakes and more mistakes, but learning from them is the most important thing. I was down and I really took it on the chin and was like, you know, why did I curl up in this ball? Like, why did I, you know, why did I do the things? Why did I do or handle that situation the way I did? Knowing that I want to step out of my comfort zone. But when the comfort zone, when the opportunity presented itself, I shelled up. So I used Jose in that case, you know, to tell him all these things, tell him what I was thinking and tell him how unhappy I was with how I reacted. And we worked through that. He suggested, he gave me a book to read, Emotional Intelligence 2.0. Awesome book, actually. Really awesome book. He's also helped me with trying to manage a team. Which is another thing that I haven't done the best. You know, I use him for, for, little, for little tips on that. And I think it's important that you recognize that you need to find these people in your life. You need to not be afraid to ask for help. Not, a, not be afraid to feel vulnerable. Be open-minded. Be willing to connect with people. Because when you do that, it tends to open up doors and allow people to come in that are going to help you out tremendously. Help you get to the next level. So I've spoken to a couple of people about this before and they're like, I don't even know who I would even like think of. One person said to me, I have, I have a loaded uncle, really successful uncle. But I like we're not really that close. I wouldn't reach out to him like that. And my advice was, no, reach out to him. He may not be willing to help, but I've found that successful people, and when I say successful, I don't mean load it. This just has to, this just happens to play in this case. I don't mean that they're you know they're millionaires or billionaires, whatever. I don't mean that. I mean people who are rich in experience. People who have done things and seen things that you can't even begin to imagine. Or maybe you are going through some of those things that they went through and they know how to handle it. And their most valuable asset is their experience. And the odds are if they're a good person, they're willing to to let out all of that knowledge and all of that experience onto someone who's looking for help. And they're just waiting for someone to ask. Again, doesn't mean that they're a millionaire, doesn't mean that they're a millionaire, doesn't mean that they have a huge house or, you know, nice car. It doesn't mean that at all. 
I think the most important thing when looking for a mentor is someone who is rich in experience. Compared to someone who is just wealthy. And I think to understand that, you need to understand how you define success. You might define success that way, and that's great. The way I define success is through something that Joe showed me. One of the first things he had shown me was um, The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. You know, we become, we become what we think, not, you know, 95% of the time. So if you're constantly thinking about all this stuff, you become that person. If you're constantly thinking about doing this and that and that, you, you just be, you naturally become what you think about. And if you've never heard that speech, listen to it. It's called The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. It's, it's tremendous. But in that speech, Earl Nightingale defines success as the progressive, the progressive realization of worthy ideals. So someone who's constantly conquering their goals. Someone who's constantly progressing and getting better and doing this and doing that and accomplishing this. And you're going, how, are they, how, do, they do, how do they do all this? How, do they, how are they doing all this? So I would use that definition and I would then search for who do I think falls into that definition. Again, Joe forced his way into me, you know, into Paul's, forced his way into my life and I'm extremely grateful that he did. But after that first push, I then sort of use that as, okay, who, who can I really lean on, right? And these are people that you'll be able to lean on. These are people without a doubt that you'll be able to ask for help in any situation, whether it's with work, and that's probably a good place to start. So I would, you know, first I would start, one, by defining success, seeing who you think falls into that. Then two, okay, now who do I look at? And I would start with immediate family. Maybe there's an uncle that your mom talked about all the time that you never met, but you're so curious as to what he does, right? Being curious, being curious is another is is another thing that is is huge. Being curious first, being afraid to ask for help, wanting to know, wanting to know why, wanting to know how and what and how things work and. And, and, and stuff like that. <clears throat> right, so maybe there is a family member. Maybe there's a family member that you are close with that you never really thought about even asking for help. You know, when you see that person, it's just casual conversation. How you been? Good to see you. Right? But you never said, hey, any chance we can go grab a drink or go, you know, get some coffee or something to eat? Um, I have something on my mind I want to talk to you about. And just get your opinion. 
All right, so I'd start someone close to your family. And then I know for myself personally, it was once I got into a working environment, you know, you sort of look for someone like a boss or a, a manager of another department or someone that you can become close with um, that, you know, that is successful at that company or someone who has moved up the ladder at that company. Or if you're an entrepreneur, someone who has launched successful businesses before. I'm learning this right now as I try to go through the process of developing an app and launching, launching an app and getting something off the ground is that you are going to fail way more than you succeed. And you are going to make mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake. But the most important part, and I said it earlier, is learning from those mistakes. And that's an easy one, right? We all know that. What defines you as a person is not your failures, it's how you bounce back from your failures. Resiliency, having resiliency. So if you know people that, are, that have done that, have launched a few businesses, or have failed to launch several businesses and just got one off the ground. Or maybe that never really panned, never, maybe it never really panned out. But they've, you know, they failed. So I, I think that's another important thing. Someone who has failed a lot. Usually the best people to ask for advice. Because they've learned so much over their experience and over their time and over their journey that their knowledge is so valuable. You, know, you can read it in a book and you can read it online and you know on blogs and stuff like that. But getting it from the person who actually went through the experience is way more valuable. And I think that you know if we want to be better as people, which I would hope everyone wants to be, maybe you don't care, maybe I mean Kudos to you. Ow, I just hit my hand on my table. That did not feel good. I can flail my hands around now as I'm talking. The Italian coming at me because I have a dope mic. I hope this sounds a lot better. Shout out to Colby Kiter for hooking me up with this mic to do these podcasts with. But yeah, hopefully we all want to get better. And I think trying to find mentors or people to help and there's a lot, I am under the firm belief that 85 to 90% of this world are extremely good people. And the only people that get any attention are the shitty ones. And I think that if you're open-minded and you're curious and you want to be better, and you're not afraid to ask for help. Then I think finding a mentor should not be that difficult. Again. It all starts. 
with not being afraid to ask for help. So I hope everyone has a tremendous Tuesday. I'm going to wrap this episode here. So something that I really wanted to talk about. I hope that it kind of naturally flowed. Again, this will only be episode seven, so I'm still getting used to this. Still trying to figure out the best way to structure these as far as do I just want to, you know, rift or do I want to go off of a, you know, somewhat of a script. Currently, I'm looking at notes in front of me on my computer. But I am really enjoying this. I hope you guys are enjoying this. If you have any criticism, feedback, any questions, you just want to talk, please, please reach out to me. Uh, you can go to my Instagram at underscore BG219. You can hit me there. Or you can hit me on my email, which is rgosa. 105 at gmail.com. This has been another episode of Molding the Mindset. Hope everyone has a tremendous week. And I will talk to you soon. Peace.